It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Reap Von Deep. He is promo code Ron Von D. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Not having a good night so far. Fudge, what's up with that? Well, you brought it to my attention that we did get a new iTunes review. Yes. And again, we get hammered for zero. Are you responding to people on Twitter? Because I am. I respond to people on Twitter. Yeah, but apparently we have no fan interaction. And apparently I'm obese. Well, Ryan, the camera adds several hundred pounds, they say. Well, how many cameras are on me? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I don't That's know, but... But like, yeah. How am I? How do we go from like, oh, like we love your show to like zero stars? Like you guys don't interact with anyone, and Davey's fat. Like I'm, I'm not. But Ryan, granted, I, I'm not. I'm not an 18 year old kid anymore, right? Stop it, Ryan. You look great. First of all, I feel, let me be, I feel great. Let me be the first to tell you, you look great. Second of all, if people aren't hating on the podcast, not enough people are listening to the podcast. And exactly. What happens is so a couple of squirrely losers. They probably tweeted us one time, and we happened to miss it and not respond, or they tweeted something stupid, so we didn't respond, and now they're getting all all hot and bothered. I don't know so, why people expect everybody to automatically respond. I try to reach out. We ask people, hey, let us know stuff. We do email bags where we rip sure through do. as many goddamn emails as we can. We appreciate the feedback, but don't be like, oh, no, you didn't respond to me, and now I'm going to leave a one-star review. Like, no, And you're fat. Like, come on. And not only that, but... <laughs> That really stuck with you, Ryan. So I, I, it did stick with me because, and then I went on Twitter last night and I said, okay, if this is the case, like I'll open up any DM that you send me between 6 p.m. and and 11 p.m., I will answer. Do you know how many I got? How many did you get? One. One DM. Did you answer? I did. I had a nice conversation. There you go. How about that? So, how about that? So, it was me and I was talking to uh, Dan Silva. So, Dan was reaching out. Um, I'll plug right now. He's got. Uh, Instagram account where he reviews movies, comic books, video games, all that stuff. It's called Side Tracked Entertainment. Side underscore tracked underscore entertainment. Nice, Check him nice, out. Nice. Give him a follow. Yeah. Dan's a good dude. All right. So make sure you guys give him a follow. So thanks, Dan, for reaching out. How's that for fan interaction? And for Boom. the person who called me fat, I would like your home address. No. Let's, let's have not, a fight. Let's not turn. We're not Let's have anybody. a fist fight. We're too old for that, Ryan. I am too old for that. We're shit. too old for that. We don't do that anymore. Oh, I wish though. A young Keith and Dave would go out there and 50 50 chance scrap it up. 50 50 chance we'd come home with a win. And I think <laughs> I think I remember us getting into the our first almost physical altercation in boarding school where a kid told me where I told him that I was going to punch him in the mouth and he yeah. said stunned you can't do that. Well, that would be a lifelong private school kid. Yeah, and he was. <laughs> he's like he, he like was so yeah. I was like he's like what are you going to do about it? I'm like I'm going to knock you out. And he's like you can you can't do that. You can. I can. I didn't I absolutely. I, can. I didn't. I, but I but Ryan, well, I think you're getting hung up on the wrong details. Because what happened is you got we got one sad sack review, and then you you're ignoring all the nice reviews. All the hey, we do you guys get a lot of nice reviews. Yes. Yeah. I, I I like all that stuff. We do get a lot of nice reviews. So I yeah. I will say thank you and for thank you everyone in the chat. Thank you everyone who does give us leave us good reviews yes. and See, and interacts with us. We're nice guys. I'm, like, I'm a good dude. I'm not a nice guy. I get to know him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, will you one time? Jesus what Christ. Jesus. You're kind of picking on this guy. No reason. I think um, you're a nice guy. I think and the people who say, like, so I just in the sexually chat, active within the community. <laughs> I've had like full sex. 
the other thing too so yeah and so, so the stream interactions right now like we should do a better job of like at the back end of this like saying hello to people and blah 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 but during the the recording of the podcast it doesn't really make sense to stop what we're doing and ad- address the chat like that yeah, doesn't make sense we could probably do more of it like at the end but the, for end. the focus yeah. of this like such a such a small fraction are watching it and thanks to everybody who is watching it live yeah. that's cool that you guys do and we appreciate that every monday but so many more people are l- listening to it so that's why we kind of just focus on recording it and then maybe at the end we should start doing a little bit more of that stuff but you, you're getting all you're getting all hot and bothered, Ryan. I don't want to. I don't want you to lose. I'm up focus. against it. You know, I'm up against it, man. Be. I'm. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm snowed under here. I'm stressed <laughs> out. Dig up, dig out. You... <laughs> Ryan Dorktober's rolling on the top sure fifty horror movies from the hashtag Dork Universe. Uh, we have released half of them at this point, fifty through twenty five, including some absolute gems on there so far. Sure, uh, I've been enjoying the list. The most recent ones uh, at number, let's see, twenty eight poltergeist people mm-hmm. are happy to see that 27 the original night of the living dead some might think it's low but I, I i'm glad it's on the list uh 10 cloverfield lane i love it and cabin in the woods i thought it was which, 10 it was 12 uh that's across the street There's 11 cloverfield you're thinking, no, you're thinking of 10 yeah. 10 cloverfield yeah. and cabin in the woods which again is a tricky one some people might think it's a uh, comedy some people might think it's uh whatever so it's more sci-fi something is more fantasy some, yeah. you know it's it's crazy but that's just a fucking good movie so but that's that's all that is so keep, yeah uh we're tweeting those out at dork podcast we're trying to throw some stuff on the instagram as well the same handle at dork podcast and at the end of all this we're going to get mac and goo and rossi to jump aboard and we're going to do a round table all five of us ripping through the 50 movies uh saying ones that we thought should have been higher lower ones that missed the list whatever Full horror movie fest at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, are you now ready for the news portion of the program? Let's do the news. This week in yeah! All right, Marvel news. Right, hold people. on, hold on. I just want to let you. I didn't. I didn't hear the. Yes, you did. You son of a bitch. And by the you... way, I have breaking news. I have breaking news right now. I want to interrupt you and tell you I have some breaking news. At the top of the chat that I just got across my desk right now. All right, hold on one second. Let me see if you can hear this. Can you hear that? I heard it. Yeah, I can hear it. And now a hashtag dork breaking news flash. <laughs> wow. I don't that remember good. that audio. I don't know why I had that ready. That's not even the one I was hoping to play. All right. That was pretty good though. Oh, let me try this one just to All really right. send home the point, Ryan. Now a hashtag dork news flash. I like that one better. That's good. I like that one too. All right, let's go to the, the breaking news desk. Breaking news we have right now. Eyeballs. We're gonna keep that rolling. I don't know why that's so long. It's a long tail on that. Yeah. All right, breaking news right now. Yeah. I'm not fat. Fuck you. Oh Christ! This is gonna be all episode. <laughs> we gotta move on it. You, <laughs> we gotta move on. Let's if move you on. saw what people said about that me, that was good. I, I teed you up that whole time. That, that whole time I had you going. That's that the breaking good. news that That's you're not fat. I told you fat. you weren't fat a minute ago. Wait, no, that wasn't it. It was I'm not fat. Fuck and you. Fuck you. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess that sends home the point even stronger. But Ryan, really you're hammer it in. You know. You know what people like besides being called not fat is What's Marvel that? news. <laughs> Marvel news. They love Marvel news. Here's the thing. <laughs> This was announced this week. I don't really like these, but because we are a movie TV podcast, Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to sort of at least mention them. 
I I don't like I, I consider all the stuff kind of spoilers or takes away from a big surprise, but I know why they do it. It, it probably helps sell tickets. But Doctor Strange will be in Spider Man Three. Yes. So then we are we have our group chat going. We're all speculating upon this, but I think the one thing that everybody agrees on is that the multiverse is coming to the MCU. Yes. Be- with the Doctor Strange's next movie being called The Multiverse of Madness, with WandaVision coming up, we have a, yes. we have now Spider-Man and, and I the bet- rumors that are flying, and it yes. all makes sense because Jamie Foxx is attached to the new Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing Kirsten Dunst is attached to it. I think they're uh, going to bring everybody rumors, in. There yeah. are rumors of Garfield and McGuire, uh, McGuire showing up. And in my head, this is how you get the Sinister Six. Remember, yeah. they were they try they kept trying to set it up. They kept trying to introduce different characters, but wouldn't how fucking cool would it be? Is if they have Keaton's Vulture, they have uh, um, Homecoming's Mac Gargan Scorpion. Scorpion, yep. They have Shocker, played mm-hmm. by uh, who is it? Bokeem Woodbine? Is that who that is? Uh, sound, I know matter. he was in it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then you have. Alfred Molina come back as Doctor Octopus. Mm-hmm. Willem you Dafoe. Him, you got to bring these guys back, back though. But you can, yeah. And Willem, like, well, how cool? And Jamie Fox. So like, there's yeah, it'd be cool right there. It'd be cool. Yeah, I like it. And I think obviously, if you're gonna tie them in, or even if it's just a brief cameo, like either you set up the Sinister Sticks, or you just do like a brief cameo to let people know that this is like a live action into the Spider Verse. You need somebody to sort of teleport everybody and like spin people around, right. or whatever. So do you bring also- Giamatti back as Rhino? I wouldn't. I'd let him sit this one out. <laughs> I'd find it. I'd recast. I'd recast. Yeah, recast it. I also think, and who knows? It's comics, so they could come back. But if Iron Man and Captain America are no longer the top two figureheads in the MCU, mm-hmm. don't you think Spider Man and Doctor Strange could sort of become that? Yeah, or until we get Reed Richards, which I'm told is coming. Yeah, maybe. You know. Yeah. Could be, could be like that. It could be like that for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, but that's still like years off. But that's just some right. Marvel casting news. Did you see the trailer for the Ryan Reynolds movie Free Guy? I mean, I saw the first one. I, I yeah. get the idea, so I didn't really watch the second one. I think I, think I, this movie I, think I got will be it. Fine. It yeah. comes out December 11th, so they are trying to shoehorn it into 2020, which is kind of good luck to them, I guess. Now, is this what is the rating on this? Is it PG 13? Mm, PG. The trailer felt PG 13. I didn't see it. But that's my guess. I would like to have seen this being an R. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Because be being selfish, but but I mean, it yeah. looks it looks cool though. Like as far as anything like video the idea is cool movies. So yeah, give it a shot. Did you see the new poster for Jurassic World Dominion? How about how that? Pumped, huh? Another dinosaur that. skeleton on a poster. Woo. Is that your phone screen lock? No, it's not on there. Mm-mm. So if you held up your phone right now, it wouldn't be Jurassic World no. Dominion poster. You go. It's the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, that's a, nice. In a, in a wallpaper. Yeah. I like that. Getting some text messages there, too. Mine's my daughter, but, you know, whatever. Well, mine's, <sighs> so if you look at my... Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. That movie comes out June 10th, 2022. Uh, there was a trailer, Ryan, for Invincible. Which is going to be an animated show on Prime next year. Now, this Mm -hmm. is a comic book written by Robert Kirkman, the same guy who did The Walking Dead. I've read only the first volume of this, but it's pretty cool and it's animated, so it could probably it's going to look just like the comic book. Sure, I I might I might give it a shot. I heard it was a J.K. Simmons voice. Yes, yeah, he's in there. Plays the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's uh, Glenn. 
from Walking Dead is the uh, main character. Steven right? Yon, I think. Steven Yon, yeah. 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 Yun, so, Yun, yeah. So that, that'll so be I'll, good. I'll definitely check it out. I mean, I have I have Prime. So like what the, the hell deal. else am I doing, right? Must be nice. Yeah. Once I burn through all these prime shows, I'm done with the boys. Next prime superhero show. Yeah. Give that a go. Right, let's do it. We got a trailer for Unsolved Mysteries Volume Two. That's coming out this month, I believe, like soon. End of the month, right? End of the month. Yep. Um, let me double check that. I should have wrote that down. But it's going to be six more episodes, just like the previous six. I liked it. We did an episode on it. It got kind of mixed reviews. I thought it was pretty good, though. But again, uh, like you, like you said, and like Nicole said, it's kind of hit or miss. Like there were some that I just really didn't. I really didn't care, or like I like yeah. I didn't know. Um, I don't know, man. Like it's it is what it is. I mean, I, I I'll watch it. I enjoy it. It's, yeah, but it's not my favorite thing. No, I think they got two more, or they got two more international ones. I believe. See, that was the one I cared least about. I think. No, I know. The but you see, guy? this one, the one that was in Japan, actually looked kind of nuts in this in the trailer. Everything in Japan is nuts. Yeah. So there you go. So that that could work. All right, Ryan. Let's get to the, oh, this. I actually have a good one this week. You get a good uh, one this week? Yeah, I do. Next next segment of the program. Mm-hmm. This is This Week in Horrible Rossi Takes. All right. So our guy, Jason Rossi, he of the Pop Culture Piledriver podcast, along with our other buddy, Billy D. Uh, started out as a wrestling podcast, but now they sort of do some wrestling, a lot of movie, music, TV, whatever, pop, pop culture. Mm-hmm. They recently, in honor of the hashtag Dork Universe Top 50 Horror Movies, they did a standalone episode on Paranormal Activity which ranked 37th on our list. Sure. You can go check that out. And this was confusing. See if you can figure this out. And maybe we just have to chalk it up to Rossi logic. Okay. All right. Listen to this and see if it makes any sense. Rossi claims that he loves horror movies. So he's a horror Mm -hmm. movie guy, horror movie buff, big fan of horror movies, loves the genre. He then talked about paranormal activity and they gave it a rating. So we all have different scales in the dork universe. We of course go to six. Uh, the pop culture pile driver goes to 11. He sure. gave it a six out of 11. So before you even say anything, you're probably like, all right, so he didn't, so he didn't love it. Obviously six out of 11 is a pretty low score. I looked at all of our lists, our ranking lists and Jason Rossi, thinks that Paranormal Activity is the 25th greatest horror movie of all time. So, again, horror movie buff. Out of all the horror movies ever made, he thinks it's the 25th best, and yet he gave it a 6 out of 11. Does any of that add up? No. That, like, my mind is in, like, a pretzel. Yes. It's a lot of numbers like, I just threw at you. So, we threw... So, it's in his top half of horror movies. He thinks it's the 25th, only 24 horror movies in his mind ever that have ever been made are better than that. And he gave it a six. And the only possible explanation I would have would be, oh, he must just hate horror movies. Not true. He, he loves, loves them. horror movies. So he says. Because wouldn't you say if you were doing a top 50 movie list of like anything, like any kind of, yeah. especially when there's like thousands to choose from, like everything in your top 50 would be better than a six out of eleven, or would yeah, it make a, your goddamn a, list? That's a D minus. <laughs> right. No, I think that's if it's out of eleven, that's a failing grade. Six out of eleven is not going to get it. It's done. like a fifty-five or like a whatever. Yes. I can't well, do the math. Right, head, out of eleven, like, so it's under sixty percent. It's under sixty percent. Sniff. So like I, I, so you don't like it? Then why would you rank? You don't like it? So it? Why would you put it at twenty-fifth? Fucking drove me nuts. Like, and again, this is what drives me nuts. Is like rankings matter. 
Yes, they do. If we don't have rankings, what separates us from the animals? Well, not only that, but like his top 50 now, I'm going to look at it and be like, oh, he's just naming the top 50 horror movies he knows. <laughs> that popped into his head. It just popped into my head. Like, this ranking, ranking doesn't matter. Do? I don't want to go down this. This is a very slippery slope because I'm going to get into some right. dark, dark territory right now as well. But um, d- like, what the fuck? Like, what are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing? That it's I like, think we could apply to really everything. Like it's like going to a '90s. I remember sitting with you in our '90s or our TV draft at our live event, and I think I actually looked at you. And I, I, I give Goo a hard time about this all the time, so he knows this is coming. Yeah. But like drafting the show Stella in an all-time movie, an all-time TV draft, and I think I looked at you and said, "What the fuck are we doing here?" Yeah, we smoked that draft, by the way. That like wasn't even close, but it also wasn't like really all that enjoyable. It was all that difficult. Because, like no. they weren't really trying. I think what did we get right off the rip? We got like The Office and The Sopranos, like yeah, something something and then, crazy. And then someone was like, "Oh, I'm going to take like Doug, the animated show." Yeah, we're like, "All right, well, we'll go with it? The Wire then." Yeah, it's crazy shit. I don't and even so, like The Wire, and I know it's a better show than that. So just by comparison's sake, mm-hmm. I was pulling up my list, and I believe, I think I had 28 days later. As my twenty fifth favorite. Okay, let me see the uh, let me see the sheet. What did I have? Um, let me double check for you. Nope, I'm sorry. You had. I was looking at the wrong one. You had twenty eight days later, which is that's right in the middle. That's a decent horror movie, right? And what would you give that on a scale of? Oh, out of like one to six or like one to eleven? Yeah. Which yeah. one? I would give. That's a like a out of eleven. That's an eight. It's an excellent movie. It's at out least of, an eight. On our scale, it's probably like a four and a half, five. Yeah. I don't get it, man. Anyway. Fast zombies, even, bro. Fast I zombies. I can't find mine. I don't know what I put. Oh, no. Here I go. Oh, anyway. Uh, so that's that. Let's get uh, to... Math doesn't matter. No. So, nothing matters. Okay. Nothing yeah. matters. Nothing matters. Let's get to the next segment of the program. It's time for Davey's video game in it. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Rye, what do you got, sir? Well, I tell you right now, I got in this fr- in this frosty mug right now some Wild Bill soda. How about that? How about these guys? Mm-hmm. Promo mm-hmm. code Ron Von D. Get yourself mm-hmm. some Wild Bill soda. They've been great to us, Father. They sent me another mug. My custom mug is on the way. They sent me a care package of just ginger ale. Like these guys are awesome. Veteran-owned and operated. Go to go to wildbillsoda.com. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Get you some. Love it. Get you some. Yeah. Um, so we, we have a video game news right now. So I talked about this game last week, Genshin Impact, which is like a free-to-play. Uh, kind of like if you mixed Final Fantasy and Zelda Breath of the Wild, that's this game. I played it for a couple hours in the what the two hours I had to actually play video games this month. I played this game. It's actually kind of cool. The 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 controls are a little wonky to me, but you get used to them. But this game did $60 million worth of business on mobile alone oh in its my first God. week and made well over $100 million in its first week. Man, the money's out there. Play game. The money's do, out there. How do we get it? How do we get our hands well, on we it? Gotta make, we got to make a free-to-play game. That's let's what it is. A, let's make a game. And, and so speaking of that, free-to-play games, your boy, Daredevil, is coming to Fortnite. Ooh, good. Yeah, they got like all these Marvel characters now. All these, so they have it. I forget what it's. Uh, I forget what they're calling the event. I don't play Fortnite anymore, but yeah. it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, they got all these Marvel characters now. So Daredevil is joining the uh, joining cool. the fray. So right. if you want to download Fortnite again and give it a rip, oh. be my guest. I will not see you on the battlefield, but no. have, you guys have you guys have some fun. 
Yeah, get out there. Have a good time. Uh, But speaking of cool-looking superheroes, so Game Informer recently did an an article on Spider-Man Miles Morales uh, for PlayStation 5. And they had a... um, I just retweeted it tonight. They did a sneak peek of one of the suits they're dropping. Oh, nice. It is awesome. Okay. It involves a a leather jacket and a Daft Punk-style helmet. Oh, it looks fucking cool. All right. And this game's going to be awesome. And I just think yeah, that the sure. graphics and the colors of this game that we've already seen in the gameplay are going to lend itself well to that outfit, that kind of mm-hmm. like electro outfit. So it actually looks really, really cool. Um, so make sure you check that out. I just retweeted it. Uh, new Fall Guys map. Season two started, I think, last week, right after we right after we did our episode. So Fall Guys season two is in full swing. Uh, it's a medieval theme. Oh, I'll give that a, give that a go. And I haven't played in a while. Starting this week. Or maybe next week. It's one. It's so uh, there have a Sonic the Hedgehog skin coming. Oh, I'll go for that. I like you need that because you know your guy. You, he's something to hold his hog in. That's true. That was my he's, biggest he's tripping problem. Over it. Yeah, that's the biggest tri- problem. He to put the gym hog. shorts on him. He keeps tripping over his hog. So yeah. I saw a fascinating stat today, Richard. Okay. Do you know? And and this is the other thing that we get we kind of get crucified for is our love for PlayStation and our our just our. Uh, we don't hate Xbox, I would say. We are no. indifferent. There are I indifference own, to Microsoft. I owned a 360. So did I. Yeah. And I own a PC. So like any game I can, I can play on Xbox, I can play it on my PC. So like I don't need an Xbox. That's the that's where I'm coming from. But yeah. PlayStation in terms of game console pre-sales, PlayStation accounts for 80% of pre-sale consoles. Of all the games that all the pre the consoles that have been pre-sold, 80% not, of them have been PlayStations. Not surprising. Not surprising. That thing looks tits. It does. And the last thing I'll mention today, because it's today and because it's time sensitive, not to timestamp the episode, but today is Prime Day. Yes. And you can get a lot of video game stuff, including Nintendo Switches, including games, including PlayStation 5 games, all on sale on Prime right now. So make sure you go check that out. And I will tell you right now, for you Switch owners, I just found a 512 gig SD card that would fit any game and more for like 60% off right now. So if you need that micro SD card to go into your switch, buy it today. Cause I it's like, like 60% off. I like, that. Oh, and someone mentioned today. I did forget to mention the overwatch Halloween thing started today too. Oh, perfect. we always have a good time with that. I always like that. Jump yeah, back into to, it. That's always fun. That. Now I got, yeah. I got stuff to play now. I got to get back on overwatch mm-hmm. and fall guys. So, right. All right. That's good stuff. Thank you, Ryan. Are you ready for the topic du jour? Look, Stop calling me fat. Nobody has called you fat since we started. And don't listen to him, Ryan. Don't listen to him. It's because the people saying that are fat on the inside. <laughs> maybe outside. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you asked. Inside, they're a gross fat they're person. Gross. They may be they're skinny gross. on the outside. They may be super handsome. Probably not, though. But they Probably could be. Probably not, though. Yeah. Probably gross. But <laughs> I'm glad you asked because it's... The topic of the day, and today it is The Boys Season 2. It is uh, eight episodes long on Amazon Prime. We actually did an episode earlier. I think it was episode 203, just mm-hmm. recapping episodes 1, 2, and 3, because that's how they released it, and then they went one a week after that. I want to say off the top of my head, you can just search it, but uh, episode 137 is the boys season one so if you want to go back and listen to that and hear what we thought about that and all that other stuff you can do that but let's begin ryan as we recap the entire season two spoiler free as we do with our movie and tv reviews let me start by asking you did you like it 
Oh, hell yeah. yeah. This show's the shit. This show is the shit. This show is the shit. I said it's the best show over the last two years. Now, I said that right after I watched it, yeah. and I can somehow get caught up in recency bias. However, some of the responses that we got on Twitter, I would say they don't even qualify. Like one guy said, what about Watchmen? And I guess my point was a, a show that came out in 19 and in 20 yeah. and had two seasons. Like Watchmen is basically like having an MVP season in a sport and then just retiring. So it was great for 2019, but didn't even participate in 2020. Somebody else mentioned Cobra Kai, which actually was a show from 18 and 19. Right. And then the next season's 21, so I wouldn't even count that. Uh, somebody mentioned Barry, which I would say that deserves consideration for sure. That's top three. That's that, top three for sure. Yeah. Right. But if you're just talking about shows that had a whole season in 19 and a whole season in 20, I would say The Boys fits the bill. What did you think of the story of season two? Um, I thought what's great is they took kind of this fantastic world that they had and they made, they made it meaningful. Like there was things about this. There's things that characters said um, about the world we live in now pre COVID that were absolutely true. And yeah. I think that was, but it, it wasn't done in such a way that was overly political, but it was a way that was yeah. like, it wasn't meaningful. Zootopia. Yeah, chill with the fucking Zootopia, <laughs> chill. But like, um, you get you get what I'm saying. Like this, it was done in it was done in a tasteful way where we we kind of it's kind of a wink and a nod to things that are going on now, um, but without really hitting you over the head with it, which I like Zootopia did. Yes, yeah, no, this was. I mean, some are a little bit more obvious than others. I also think that the like the main kind of plot point was good, and it kind of like drove the whole season. Mm -hmm. That each character was kind of tied up into that, but then also tied up into their own thing. Some of those were stronger than others. Like when we get into spoilers, there were some characters that I think some of the stuff that they were doing away from the main thing like wasn't as interesting to me. Right. But the big thing about the show is. The characters are so great that I think even if they aren't doing something that is either super important or you're not as interested in, the characters themselves are still so good. So it's like, all right, you're still learning more about Homelander or you're learning more about uh, Butcher or Mother's Milk or whatever. So no matter what the thing is that they're talking about, you're like getting more of a three-dimensional character as they sort of either go backstory or they give you some of the stuff that they're doing in the present. Like that's really good. Mm -hmm. uh the comedy i think once again is good like i think you chuckle wouldn't you say oh chuck um yeah i mean there there are things that it's ridiculous like there are things that happen and the characters are so over the top yeah that you can't help but laugh at them is that is that kind of what you meant well yeah like i mean like it's obviously not deadpool but i feel like sometimes the way like butcher and huey interact because they're so different like like butcher's such an asshole but he's funny like homelander is an asshole but he's funny but they're, they're, like i said they're just they're just ridiculous like it's ridiculous to think and why i laugh a lot and like the deep like the some of the stuff the deep does yeah it's not it's not a comedy by any means i'm just saying like you like what they've done with a lot of superhero shows even though you could make a case this is like an anti-superhero show is there's just a lot of kind of comedy moments kind of between like the big action sequences yeah, and I think I think for me, I really think watching this that if 
Superman did exist today. He was in our world. And I know yeah. that's a hypothetical and that's a ridiculous thing to say. Yep. He would be a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. It'd be hard. He not would to have be. to be. Right. You know, and, and, I think, and if, and I think that's why I've never really liked Superman is because for and the way most of the comics are written and the shows are like, he's not. Mm-hmm. And you're like this, I'm with you. This would be a little bit more realistic. Like somebody I've read, I forget yeah. who was the one that made the case. I don't know if it's one of the movies now. It's all it all blends together for me. But who said basically Superman would be like it's like a person playing with ants? Like that's what that is. Yeah. So that's basically just you know the plot of Injustice is that yeah, okay. Superman goes like loses his mind. Yeah. You know, and you know it takes a team of like a team of superheroes to stop him eventually. Yeah. But you know, with the Joker blowing up Lois Lane, like that's what it takes in order for him to kind of lose his shit. But um, yeah, like. How much of that can you take? Like, how much of it can you can you, you know, that whole right. Boy Scout thing? Oh yeah, until you and you'd, fucking you'd snap. Get, you'd get bored. You'd get bored with a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Like, how bored would you be if you could do anything to anybody anytime you wanted? Right. And you see that start to crack in him. Like, you see that. Yes. Yeah. You see, and like, there's that one. We'll get into it. You know, but um, in the spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. But he has like a vision of what he can do to these people. Like, yeah, that was really people. cool. That I like yeah. that part. That was a good yeah. scene. I thought the action slash violence in this was good. It was like on par with season one. It's a little toned down from the comic book, but that's also just like so over the top, mm-hmm. and w- which is great on, a, on its own. You should read that. But uh, the violence was good because, again, I, I think this show is perfect for both people who love superheroes and the idea of people that have different abilities, but then also the people that are kind of burnt out by how many superhero shows and movies there are in the world. And I think that's also why kind of Garth Ennis wrote it the way that he did. All the characters are based off of one or two different uh, real characters from Marvel or DC. And they kind of, they add them together. Like all the teams, like the seven is the justice league and like all this stuff. So it's for everybody in my mind. Now you have to like violence. You have to like some like crude stuff, but (laughs) But don't you think, and, and maybe I shouldn't say it's for everybody, but for people who would listen to our podcast, it's for everybody that would listen to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think yeah. anybody who's listening to this, anybody who's watching this, if you haven't watched The Boys yet, I can't I can't recommend a show more than this because it's it's yeah. actually it, it's kind of the same tone. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, but it's uh yeah. That kind of uh, I don't know how to explain it. But quoi, I think is what they yeah. Would say. There's that there's a yeah. thing about it that kind of makes sense for everyone listening to us right now. Yes, I can't explain it, but there's a thing that would make sense. You are if you are listening to us regularly, mm-hmm. you are the type of person who would absolutely love the boys. And if you're not watching it, you need to watch it today. Correct. I thought the new characters were good. We'll get into them more in, in uh, spoilers. The characters in season one were already so good. Like you could have yes. just brought all them back with like one new character and like I mean there was one main new character but but mm-hmm. really good was there how, ever how would you compare it to season one um in my head it's it's the same but they it was it's been consistent throughout and it's been yeah. consistently good throughout obviously there's going to be parts of episodes that are a little bit slower than yes. others just yeah. in terms of pacing that's going to happen over nine or eight nine episodes there's right. going to be lulls there's going to be side stories that you don't really buy into but i would say that if the main story was how it went it's been consistent from episode one till the end of this season has been a consistent yeah good show 
I I agree. I think I know I gave season one a six. I think I'm going to give this a five and a half. Like I mm-hmm. love, I absolutely loved it. I think that it just was maybe a little worse, or I should even not even worse. Just the first one might have been a little bit better in, in that kind of sense. Like some of the some of the scenes or some of the moments, and it's also like I give it credit because it was like the int- they did such a good job of like introducing these characters, and I'm fascinated to see where it goes. Like it's already been picked up for a season three. It's already uh, picked been picked up for a spinoff. So I'm interested in all of that, but. I go five and a half. What do you go for season two? Um, I think it's so hard. I mean, I I think I'm somewhere between I'm somewhere between a five and a half and a six, but I'm going to call it a five and a half. Okay. Um, because we only do half stones here, right? I don't know. You, 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 you I don't know anymore. Quarter stone? I don't. I have no idea. How can we do like a sixty six point six six repeating? I, I don't know. Six order sixty six. Um, <laughs> but. Like you said, I think what drew me into the original season one was that these characters were new and these characters, I'm surprised by everything that they did. And now they're starting to develop a little bit more, starting to change a little bit. So I'm not really that surprised anymore at the direction they're going, if if that makes any sense at all. Yeah. Um, So the shock value and like the holy shit value uh, is kind of gone. So that's why I would take a little bit off of this one, but um, it's still incredibly well done. All right. I think that's it. I mean, uh, as far as non-spoilers are concerned, right? Yeah. And if I'm pausing, if I'm thinking about what I'm saying, it's because I was waiting to not spoil Spoil. anything. All right. So good. So I think everybody now that's listening to you have seen it. So spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. I think there's always a couple of different ways to do this, especially when it's a TV show and there's just so many more hours than just recapping a movie. But I think rather than going through each episode, everybody's already seen the episodes. Let's just hit on some of the main characters. And then I think within those characters, we'll get to like the scenes like best and worst from each character will also lead to like just their story arc alone and kind of maybe jumping forward to season three also. Sure. So let's start with Billy Butcher because season one ends with an absolute cliffhanger. And then so season two, you're wondering, all right, well, what the hell is going to happen? Like he knows that his wife is alive, his wife's son, sort of what the truth is about all that. Homelanders, like how is he going to survive that? And so basically his whole drive this season is to get Becca back, right? that's, That's what he's trying to do. That's what his drive is. And I think most of it was really good. Some of the side stuff with him and his dad, I didn't care about as much. No, and that was that was an odd yeah. thing. Because they mention in the beginning when they're with his aunt, when they're with Butcher's aunt, that Huey looks like his brother. Lenny. Lenny. And so there was definitely a connection there, but I don't really see the point. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just humanizing him and talking. So I think the idea in the, my... I'm putting on my, like my teacher cap, right? Is his relationship with his father and his relationship with his now son, who's, you know, his wife's son, who he's now promised to take care of. How does that factor in? Will that factor into the next season? Which is interesting because he promised Becca that he would take care of Ryan. And Ryan obviously has powers, but doesn't really know how to use them all that well. But then you see him giving Ryan to Mallory in the CIA. Mm-hmm. So on the one hand, is that him being like, hey, this is the best way that I can take care of him by not actually watching him? Or 
Do you, what do you think he does like next season? Do you think it's sort of one of those like he checks in on him type of deal? Yeah, I think he checks in on him. I think eventually there's going to be some sort of conflict there, there's some internal yeah. conflict, some sort of change of heart that he has that he sees a lot of his wife in the boy. And yeah, he must because the boy is definitely something. You know, the boy would rather make lego videos of yeah. old movies and which were like great that. by the way kid you did a good job they were nice now i don't know if homelander and stormfront enjoyed them as much as your mom did but <laughs> and so he's got like powers but doesn't really know how to use them just yet type of thing and... but i think what's interesting too is that if you listen to homelander talk about how he talking to ryan about how he was brought up right and he's like Basically, all these people who raised me just wanted something from me. They didn't care about me. I had to figure all this stuff out on my own. And I don't want that for you. And I think, Ryan, that's what the exact situation that Butcher just put him in. Right. So this kid, this kid might lose his shit. He might go Homelander route. Yeah. I think there's a better chance than not that he goes And they down have to bring road. in Butcher and everyone to stop him. Yeah, it could def it could definitely be that. I yeah. love Butcher. Butcher in the comics is such a badass. Like he is, he, he is, really is. He's such a badass, and he's I would say he's pretty badass in this. Like yeah, he's like, I, he's like a ten out of ten in the books. This he's probably more like a seven out of ten. And correct me if I'm wrong, but in the books he's way stronger. Yeah, than he is well they also the all like will like gas up and like so they can compete and fucking beat the shit out right. of Sue. So they and I they would like take because I remember one scene early on yeah. when Butcher actually gave the Huey. compound to Huey. Yeah, right. And killed a guy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, dude, you're not supposed to do that. And he's like, well, what? But that's how they compete. Because obviously and it the wasn't, female it, uh, wasn't it wasn't the invisible guy, wasn't it? Uh what's his name? Translucent. It translucent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It wasn't supposed to do that. But <laughs> I mean, Billy Billy's always Good. He's a good leader of the show, and I, I thought it was a cool scene when, like, he brings Becca back to like their their safe house, mm -hmm. and like all the characters are like looking at him because like they've never really seen him like this, like in love. Because like his whole drive has been, he hates any superhero right. because of what happened to his wife. Like that's his whole entire drive, and that's why she probably did have to die. Again, yeah. I kind of like how like season one, the big twist is that. She's actually alive. And then at the end of season two, it's like, oh, no, she gets killed by her son. So like that, I think, is pretty good. And it's going to continue to drive Butcher because what would have been the motivation if she was safe? Probably not right. as much, you know? And it's funny. I had a conversation with my wife in the scene. The last scene they were in kind of together when he's like, the plan's changed. And he's like, mother's milk's going to take you out of here. Go. Yeah. I struck this deal. I don't want to do the deal anymore. Just go. And she's like, keeps like trying to convince him to go with yeah. her yeah my wife looks over to her right at me and she goes i'm fucking out of there <laughs> like you stay like if that if there ever comes a situation yeah. where you're like save leave me here you and the girls go she's like i'm Good. fucking gone it's not even a discussion no no she's like you fucked it like fine bye <laughs> You know, <laughs> just good, just good stuff. Yeah, there's, there's not even a discussion there. It's just like, no, nope. see okay, you later. I'm, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm saving you. So that's what that yeah. is. Uh, Huey Campbell. He is kind of what he is. Like, I think standalone, like it wouldn't be a character for me anyway that I'd be super interested in. But I think his dynamic within the boys is good because they really have a character, all different personalities, and it's the blend of them together. And then you learn in this season that Billy must see Huey kind of like as his brother, like small, kind of like smaller, not as strong as, as he is. And I uh, always go feel, along to get along. Yeah. And I always feel like Huey is the control group. Like, there's nothing mm -hmm. really special about him. Right. Like, even 
Starlight's mother. Is oh like, my god, just shits on him. Like even that guy. What'd she say with the wet, the moist handshake? Moist like, handshake. The, 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 what the she's calling like the nervous kid with the moist handshake. Oh my god. Like, oh, and in my mind, he's he's the everyman. He's he's us, right? He's us in this yeah. world. If we got thrown into this, and he got thrown into it in a crazy way, and he's you know, useless. And he even says like he's useless. Like there's nothing he do- he doesn't do anything right ever. But he did go back to save Starlight <laughs> with the star witness who they needed to testify and. He let him, and I love how they say like Huey let him light himself on fire. Like, what the fuck was I supposed to do? Well, he did bring him there, and it was right. a mistake because he was content watching what seven porn parodies. All he wanted to do was watch porno, Davy. That's all he wanted to do, and he wouldn't let him. So he let him up, and then yeah, Lamplighter, who people, hilarious yeah. by the way. So and Lamplighter, who watch porn just to watch porn just like sit like i would oh, yeah. watch super troopers or just sit and watch just porn. watching one after another those people disturb me uh played by your boy iceman iceman so how about that so iceman from the original x-men trilogy uh sean ash ashmore plays lamplighter and basically lamplighter is pyro like he, he's the exact opposite of iceman. which is the exact opposite he was, he was yeah. his, like his nemesis in those movies and it's funny because lamplighter slash pyro like I, g- I guess it's a good power. They can't create the fire like Human Torch. They can only manipulate it. So much like a uh, Wheeler from Captain Planet, the fire guy, fire guy, fire yeah. guy. But it was pretty fucked up when you're introduced to Lamplighter because uh, you had heard of Lamplighter because he used to be in the Seven. But yes. now you get introduced to him in this season, and basically he's just like destroying evidence, and that evidence would be soup's gone wrong. And this is this was my remember I all, pretty a while up. ago I pitched this idea to you that like there is a comic that we could write about the Xavier the Xavier School for the Gifted mm-hmm. where technically people are mutants but their gifts are like crap mm-hmm. right um like and the one, one of guy the, one of the most oh this was my favorite moment of the season my favorite like holy shit moment yeah. of the season is when Mother's Milk they're in and five, six was probably my favorite episode the one where they were in the hospital. Yeah, that was a good one. Do you know what the character's name is? You wrote it in the outline. I'm going to let you say it, though. The character that was I, I know you were about to say was choking yeah. mother's milk. Yeah. Love sausage. So love sausage. There's this this these misfit kind of cast off soups. Right. Yeah. And so they're running through um, they're trying to get out of this hotel. And all of a sudden there's like this big octopus tentacle that wraps around mother's milk's neck and is choking the life out of him. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, lo and behold, it is a person's schwanz. It's a person's it's just a big uncut dong, <laughs> enormous, wrapped like around an anaconda snake. I think there was a choice there to make it uncircumcised that is for the extra gross out factor. They wanted to do that. They wanted to. It was and it was a thing. They wanted thing. to go there and yeah. they and they absolutely did. So that was introduced love sausage into the mix. Uh, pretty good. Yeah, that pretty was good. <laughs> I also and that I, other that other mute that other I call her mutant that other soup that was in there that was like crushing people and like oof. she was with the shaved head she was yeah. badass I don't think she had a name she didn't have any speaking lines I don't think so she was intense though if you if yeah. you could get her on your side that's somebody you'd want it's something else she was really good uh, but Mother's Milk was also good I like when when uh, Butcher was like hey this isn't your fight guys like I just got to go get Becca and Mother's Milk's like. The shit that we've been through, and like Seriously. now you can actually do some good, and you're gonna turn us down. Like you're not gonna do this. Like absolutely not. And I loved uh, Frenchie's. All oh, we're getting. Oh, I'm jumping around. Go I know. No, so go we'll to Frenchie. To, yeah. Uh, his um, the fucking 
weapons that he decides to make that are going to somehow work. And they're like, is this going to work? And he's like, I don't fucking know. He's like, we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. He was, he puts like a, like, um, like electromagnetic pulses on an RPG. And they're like, is that even going to work? He's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. No, he's the, he's the Donatello of that group. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, He, my man knows machines. And And it was a great story with him to getting his backstory. Yeah, really was. It was. And like that, like that really kind of, that's what they did probably better in this season was a little bit more on mother's milk, Frenchie and the female to kind of round them out and sort of say, all right, what's their motivation? Why are they here? What did they do in their past? And like that moment with Frenchie, like he feels completely responsible for uh, Lamplighter being able to kill Mallory's daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, like he that he puts that on him. I would say though, the female who I love is like one of my favorite characters. The stuff with her brother, I thought went on a little long. Like I didn't need all of that. But was that again, two episodes? I feel like it was. Was it I two feel like and it three? Should have, been, it should have been one. Yeah, I think you could have done one less episode. of it. I think you could have done no, because they it. found him. Remember, he flipped the boat over on top of the guy, and then the whole next episode, they're on the boat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that, I mean, that led to one of the better, more memorable scenes of the show with the boat driving into the, the deep, driving into the whale, right into the whale. And we awesome. mentioned it on the last time we talked about the boys, but like, it was a Huey just sitting inside the whale. Yeah, he was just like, I'm done, man. I can't. <laughs> I forget what he said. What did he say? He was just like. They're like, come on, we gotta go. And he's like, no, no. Uh, he's sitting inside of a fucking whale. The best was the deep, <laughs> the way how, how proud the deep looked, sitting on top of the whale. Like, of course, this will stop. Oh, him. he had the fucking, fucking pose great. with his yeah. hands on his hips. Yeah, so good. Such a stiff. Uh the the really memorable scene too, obviously, was the female Starlight Queen Mave team up against Stormfront at the end. What did they say? And there was the girls get it done. Girls get like it that? done. They've been they've been telling you that since episode <laughs> one. Tell you that since episode one. Girls get it done, and just a just a good old fashioned ass kicking. You know just what? Stomping on Nazis. You know. You know what was outrageous is Starlight mentions her three favorite candies. Three favorite candies all time. All right. Go Almond ahead. Joy, Charleston Chew, and Bit O Honey. Almond Joy is her favorite. Now, Alma Joy did come back. It was a nice callback. A nice because callback. turns out the Black Noir doesn't have a lot of weaknesses, but a nut allergy is one Tree of nuts. Them. Yeah. Tree nuts. We'll get them. I will say something to you right now that I am not ashamed of and refuse to apologize for. Hmm. I fucking love Almond Joys. You love Almond Joys? I love them. Wow. I thought that Not my favorite what? candy, but it's God a hotter, It's a hotter so, take than I'm used to. My brother and sister, when we used to go hollow, like trick-or-treating, I would you, trade. You'd get all them. I, I would trade like candy like uh like fireballs for my brother i would just give him all my fireballs he would give me all his almond joys look at that i don't like a fireball eh, no i was actually fireballs and warheads i would just give those to him and he would give me the and you can't really eat a fireball while you're also enjoying other candy because it just ruins no. the flavor of all the other candy absolutely but, yeah but i love an almond joy it is good i don't i liked starlight i feel like more in season one than i did in season two I thought a lot of like the Starlight Huey stuff was like fine. That was a season. That, yeah, there was a whole episode know? devoted to that, and I get it. Yeah. it. It develops the characters and helps the sure. characters in their relationship. Sure. I get it. But here's the problem I had with Starlight. So Starlight's ability is to absorb electricity and put it out. Right. That's her hmm. whole thing. I think so. Why wouldn't she be able to if Stormfront shoots lightning for her to absorb it? Shoot it right and back. Put into it her. back at her. 
Good question. I was thinking the whole fight they were in, like, why can't she, if she absorbs electricity, yeah. why can't she just like take it and shoot it back? I don't know. That's that a good question, question, right? That is a good question. Yeah. Speaking of Stormfront, she was the big new character this mm-hmm. season. And you know me, I love a bad guy who some people think is a good guy or like the good guy, bad guy, like switcheroo type of thing. And so this one was pretty obvious, but still like publicly she's joining the seven. And so you're expecting her to be this big thing, but you also find out that she was originally Liberty. That was pretty cool. And Mm -hmm. now she comes back, she's stormfront and she was actually married to Vought, like the OG Vought Mm -hmm. and was the first successful compound V uh, superhero. Like so she is, or whatever. She, so she, she is the Nazi Captain America. Yeah, she is. But then mm-hmm. it also got me thinking that if Vought was so known to be like working with the Nazis, there wouldn't be a big Vought Industries in America. But they had those scientists who were ex. They were like ex uh, expatriates from Germany who came over and like started helping the United States government. Like that was a thing. Okay. They were taking doctors and scientists from Germany. I guess. I just don't you I mean, because my first thought was like there would never be a Hitler enterprises or industries. No. no. Like there just wouldn't be. And I'm like if Vought was that bad, but I guess maybe they were kind of spinning it like taking the science thing. But you're like, mm, you know, I don't know. <laughs> no, I it's it's again it's it's far fetched, but there were all those I think wasn't Heisenberg one of them? Like the the real Heisenberg, not the Breaking Bad one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, any, but anyway, I I, I don't know. Doing, but he's doing meth. No, I don't think so. But anyway, but anyway, she was she was pretty good, and it was funny. I I loved the uh, relationship with her and Homelander. You got some sacks, pretty good superhero sacks, some athletic sacks between the two of them, yeah. and but it was really interesting too because you get the two of them talking with their goals and like they agree on some things but then other things they're like very different and like homelander's kind of going along with it now and, and some of her stuff when she started to like turn into like a race war and like it was great homelander's like looking at her like Wait, i didn't i didn't sign up for that like that right that ain't me when she starts talking to his son and he's kind of like looking at her like what and when she's yeah like, <laughs> yeah you are the first naturally made superhero right. and he's like you're gonna are and she starts talking about like our kind and he's like, like you can see him go like yeah didn't sign up for this which leads me into homelander who mm-hmm. i think ryan is one of the great tv characters maybe ever like i think he is so good i think the actor anthony Starr does a great job but also just the way he's written like he is the thing we were talking about before about how superman if he's bad but he's not all bad. Like he's a horrible guy, yes. But then there's moments there with his son that I think he actually wanted like a real relationship with his son and wanted what was best for him. And there were certain times that like Stormfront was the one kind of pulling him away or like forcing things on him. And that's on him for like listening to her. But at the same time, he's not all bad either. Like he's a little bit more complicated than that. No, and I think there's this. I mean, he's horrible. Like I, I have a hard time saying it's not like that plane scene from season one is just in is unbelievable. But yet, there's like Stormfront, as you ended up finding out by the end of it, was was like all bad, like all all bad, like Nazi bad. Not, yeah, not really. We'll get into that. Yeah. You don't think Stormfront so, was all bad? I think because Homelander, no. I think there's Homelander. I think there's at least like there's some 
good. And I thought it was interesting because this year, without Madeline Stillwell, you're like, all right, who can even break through to him? And like, and there's always that motherly thing with him that he's there's that Freudian thing that he's always looking to like bang his mom, which is odd. Dude, speaking of, maybe the craziest scene. Oh, and, and there's oh. a lot of them. There's a lot of crazy scenes in the boys. That's the beauty of the show. But maybe the biggest jaw dropper. I didn't mean to put it that way was when I think it's episode four Homelander is hooking up with Madeline. He's hanging out and hooking up with yeah. Madeline Stillwell, And you're like, uh, play by Elizabeth possible? shoe. Is it and a you're dream? Like, I'm is like, it... yeah, what the fuck? I'm like, I didn't like, she definitely was dead. Right. Yeah. That's my first thought. Turns out it's the here. It's the soup doppelganger. Who's like this fat out of shape guy who he makes pretend to be her, but he can't do it for super long. Uh. And yeah, then, he's like, it hurts. <laughs> he's like, what do you say? He's like, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> but he's playing Madeline Stillwell this whole time. She got like the cleavage out, so he's leaning up oh. against her. That's his thing. And Swagging. then, so then he turns back into doppelganger, and then he screams at him to turn back. Yeah, and so he turns back into Stillwell for like a minute. Then he turns into Homelander, and it's a mirror match, blowjob, which <laughs> I was not ready for. So. What? The psychology of that is just something that I am not prepared to talk about or or qualified to talk about. I didn't about, have enough schooling. Holy to smokes. Break just that the, down. I'm like, what am uh, I watching? Like, how, do you, how do you feel about giving yourself a blue job? I wouldn't stand for it, I don't think. I don't think so either. I don't think I would I don't like think that one day. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think so. <laughs> Question mark. Question mark. It just reminds me That'll of our poll question tomorrow. It reminds me of a what was the Zach and Mir, the Dutch rudder? <laughs> like yeah. <it> reminds me. <laughs> yeah. I hold the and you use my arm and I use yeah. your arm, so it's you know, we're yeah. not touching each other, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's is that was bizarre. Oh, also at the end, that scene of him standing on top of the building, like jacking off. Now, did that that happened in the beginning of the first season, right? That's how the first season started. Am I wrong? No, you're wrong. I believe the story is that was the one thing Amazon told them they couldn't do. They like filmed it for season one, and Amazon was like, "All right, like let's not." <laughs> but I thought I thought I, there was something. So. Maybe there was something like that. But I think this was, and I think this was. Maybe you heard that story. This was. They put in here. Now they don't show him like actually like onto stuff. But give stuff. Yeah. I did I think he's like head and shoulders the best character on the show. Like any scene he's in is worth like you can't be distracted. Like he is he commands the screen. It's a fascinating character and yes. I, and it's it, it's played so well. Um because all the other superheroes like- all the other superheroes are scared of him. Right, because he's so temperamental. Like there yeah. are you could see in this one I and I love that the the social media aspect of it Stormfront kept bringing it up and they kept bringing up like his polling numbers and how yeah. he's doing oh, yeah. in how the polls and like how many down. points he's up and down. It's all and about memes. This, it's all about it's Facebook all, memes. <laughs> it's all about Facebook and that was one of the things I I was waiting because that's something that like it's talked a little bit about in current MCU movies and stuff, but the the aspect of like social media and how how powerful of a tool that is, and how the media controls 
everything that we think we see and do. Right. Um, and Stormfront being at the forefront of that and having people whose job it was was to create memes and to cr- and to further that agenda yeah. by propaganda, which memes, by the way, memes, uh, all of those things that you see, that's all propaganda. Like that's all that is. And that was, and she, and they even make mention of the fact there's pictures of her with Goebbels, who was like the head of propaganda. Not like, so she knows this stuff. Mm-hmm. She knows how it works. She's seen it done over time. And I thought that was pretty brilliant, but to have Homelander be so dumb to that stuff and not really understand. Cause he just assumed all the time that he was the, he was the favorite. Yeah. And there's an interesting scene where Stormfront thinks their goal is to, no longer be like we won't have to be in like these large crowds we won't be like celebrities anymore we're just going to be like the top of the food chain and like she she like refers to it in some way and he like kind of gives her a look too like because you know he likes all that stuff like he likes being famous he likes being liked like he cares about being liked publicly oh yeah you know like all those speeches and like that's why and you referenced it before one of the best scenes too to me was he was they were told like he he fucked up. There was a an image of him killing somebody like an innocent, and and he was like, "Yeah, hey, there's collateral damage type of thing." And so they were just like, "You got to lay low." And he's like, "Nope, I'm actually going to go to this rally and I'm going to like explain myself." Yeah, and they're all like screaming at him and throwing stuff at him, and like for a second in his head, he wipes everybody out, which is what he easily could do. He easily right. could just a uh, thousand people in front of him he could kill them all in a second, and they couldn't do anything to him. And so that happened. I'm like, did that fucking and like, nope, he was just like daydreaming. And then it went back. But and it reminds me of there was a college humor thing with Pete Holmes playing Batman. They couldn't say Batman, but like, yeah, yeah. The guy Superman comes to Pete Holmes playing Batman. And he's like, we need to team up. And he goes, why? <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's like, your, your, yeah. your detective mind, he goes, doesn't mean a fucking thing. Like you could yeah. punch a hole in the world. Like, what do you, the fuck do you need me for? Right. Yeah, you make it. You, know, like, you, you don't go- need me. Yeah. That's the thing is like you make any of these characters so powerful that it's like, how are they possibly up against it ever? You know, yeah. and that's why all it's my favorite cool characters, though. I didn't even realize this, but like all my favorite characters, we did an episode like years ago and we were drafting teams of like mm-hmm. superheroes and like all my guys, like I think for the most part don't have powers. Like I love, I remember that. Yeah. I love Red Hood. I love Batman. I love Green Arrow. I love Punisher. I love. Like all these guys, like none of them have powers. Like they're good at That's stuff. Interesting. That's yeah. interesting. We could do we could do an episode on that and the uh, psychology of you Unpack not that. Yeah. anti-superhero. What's weirder, me liking superheroes without powers or giving yourself a bajay? <laughs> <laughs> Let's unpack that in this That's week's book. <laughs> That's next. That's next. So, yeah. I just I I'm just a big fan of Homelander. I think I think he is the show. I think all the characters are like at worst, I think the characters are good. Like the worst character on the boys is at least good. And then you have Homelander to me is kind of next level. Uh, let's also, we got to talk about Congresswoman Victoria Newman. Oh, yes. So this is like another big reveal at the end and sort of a big tease into season three. So this is actually kind of interesting. A little bit of a uh, look at the comics. There's a character in the comics called, he's the vice president president he is victor newman and mm-hmm. he is like an over 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 the top parody of george w bush like he's like way over the top kind of like a buffoon type character so they take victoria newman and they've done this a few times where they've done like the male female switch for the for the show right. 
And so she's Congresswoman and clearly kind of like a nod to AOC today. Like that's right. kind of, I think, where they're going. But you find out and you had no idea that she's the assassin. The head exploder. She's blowing up heads. She she did it to uh, Rainer like early on in the uh, season. Mm-hmm. Then she did it at the uh, the courthouse there, popping heads left and right. The Church of the Collective is that what it's called? Yeah, the the yeah. leader at the end there. I think it's Alistair. Alistair, yeah, blows his head up, and now so she's running for Congress. And now the end is Huey Campbell is joining her campaign. And so, what do you think her motivation is? Because if you look at the people that she killed. Um, you have Dr. Jonah Vogelbaum, who was the Homelander's dad, like de facto dad. It mm-hmm. was like the big, big up in Vought for a while. Uh, Susan Rayner and uh, Alistar. So like what? And obviously way more people too, but like those were the ones that jump. Like what? So I think her motivation is she's running on this platform that basically is anti-Vought. So if Vought doesn't exist, if Vought gets taken down, she's got nothing. She's got nothing to run on. So her whole platform is anti-Vot. So anybody who could possibly... So the, the guy at the Church oh. of the Collective had all that dirt on Stormfront. Um, they had all oh. those uh, They had all those people who could... Uh, who's the, the the guy? I forget his... Um, who? The guy Church in the wheelchair. Of, Church of the Collective? Oh, no. no the oh, guy in the Vogelbaum. 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 Like, yeah, yeah. He, was a, he could potentially testify. Anybody yes, who could he was about potentially to. testify and take down oh. Vot, gone. Because that she needs that to stand up against she needs oh, that as her platform smart. that makes a ton of sense actually and mm-hmm. so but she's obviously a soup in disguise nobody knows who she is and she's got one of the craziest powers because she killed rainer like early remember right. we didn't know who that was they we didn't know. know who that was they had no idea oh that is but the, the longer that goes on the the more they push this whole super terrorist thing yeah and the worse they look so I think so. Someone said in the chat she works for Vought. She could either work for Vought, or I think that's what oh, think? she needs to. Mm. She needs to take Vought down in order to be president. Well, because my other question was, uh, in the room, it was Homelander. Was it Stormfront and Starlight? Were they all in the no, room? No, Starlight wasn't there. Starlight. I thought Starlight was she. That's when she was captured. Okay, but it was definitely Homelander, Stormfront couple other people were in the Maeve, room. It was Maeve there too. Maybe Maeve. Yeah. Did do you think she could kill him? She could because she got she got uh Shockwave. She got Shockwave. She killed so. Shockwave. But I wonder if Homelander's like immune to that. Or if any of them are immune to that. Maybe. We don't know. But I was like, yeah, because she left them alive, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's obviously going to be a huge part in season three. I wonder if they're going to add like another kind of villain as well to kind of combine with her. Well, I think we didn't get we didn't get enough Gus Fring here. I keep calling him Gus Fring. I know that's yeah, not his. No, is it Gus Ellis? Fring's fine. Yeah, we could, we could use more Gus Fring. We didn't really hit mm-hmm. much on uh, the Deep and A Train. Their their story was obviously very much tied up in uh, the Church of the Collective, and like which one were they going to let back in? I did Found like, it a little bit like Scientology, a little bit. You got to pay me money. Yeah, for, oh, very, yeah, very Scientology. Like I yeah. did love when they when they were trying to get those guys in, and one of them, the they go, they talk to the deep, and they're like, "What do you think of Eagle the Archer?" She's like, "Ah, oh, he's a great guy. Like great guy. I love like that a guy. brother to me." And they're like, "Well, he's actually like a piece of shit, and he's like hates the Church of the Collective." He's like, "Oh yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. You were to have no association with him at all. Oh yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, I knew so, something was off with him. Fuck him. So yeah. good." 
Um, so yeah, A Train's kind of like whatever, and like he was kind of working both sides of it. Like his only goal is to get back in the seven. So he didn't really care. Like he he would join the Church of the Collective for that. He would help out Starlight. He'd give her a hard time. He would like kind of like in intermittent like he's he's kind of like a lesser character for sure. You know, as far as like a character that's in the seven. Or, yeah, he's, or he's kind of at in. the he's kind of at the bottom there, and yeah. uh, we forgot too. There was a great, and we didn't bring him up either. But speaking of lesser seven, uh, Black Noir had a great episode. Yeah, when they he were did. in uh, Hunting Butcher. Uh huh. He's he's great, and there's he definitely <laughs> there's definitely more about Black Noir in the comic that I'm not going to spoil here. Right. But there's there's some good stuff with with Black Noir. They used him way more in this season than season one, mm-hmm. which was cool. He's obviously super powerful, except you can't give him an almond joy. You can't give him, yeah, no tree nuts, right? Uh, yeah. Ooh, Joshua in the chat says he thinks Gus Fring is kind of directing Victoria. That'd be that'd be interesting. Makes sense. Could but be. I don't know. I feel like if we, I I don't. Could anything be. I could come up with. I hope it's one. Uh, it's hard to explain, but like if I can come up with it, I don't want it to be that. No, that's true. Yeah, like right, because yeah. that happened with like a lot of like the Star Wars movies recently, and I was like, yeah, if oh. I can guess what's going to happen, like I don't <laughs> yeah. want it to be that. Like, you know? Oh, I also thought one of the really intense, maybe the most intense scene is if you go back to the beginning of Episode Seven, where it's like it's on a loop, and they show the montage of the guy who ends up killing yeah. the convenience store clerk. Uh huh. That was fucking crazy, but just like showing you like like the media and just like the routine of that guy's like monotonous kind of life and like what led to that. And that was definitely one of those ones where it kind of brought you, they do a good job of being like, it's a superhero show, but it's also like some real heavy shit too. That like, and this goes is on kind of this. Yeah. This is kind of the stuff that I was alluding to. Like this guy is in this cycle mm-hmm. and you see it like you, you, you refer to it as a cycle. So he's doing the same routine every day. He's hearing the same stuff every day. And this is how things get indoctrinated in people's heads. And this is how people become yeah. who they are is they hear the same shit over and over and over in the educational world. We call it reinforcement. If things are reinforced enough, eventually they'll stick. Right. Yeah. So um, this is the stuff I was kind of talking about. And the idea of as silly as they may be, I mean, you go on, there's a great joke. Um, I forget the comedians. Taylor Tomlinson says in her stand-up special in on Netflix, where she's like, "Every once in a while, I go on Facebook to make sh- to just to check to see if my family's still racist." Just kidding. I don't have to go on Facebook. <laughs> so, the, but that idea of like people sharing these things that aren't even real—they're just like something that someone made up—but they're sharing them and spreading them, and how mm. poisonous this stuff can be. And I'm not talking about one side or the other. It's just it, both sides. But just misinformation, no, just like it's misinfor- things that, that, but if that it's, become taken as fact. But if I tell you the same thing every day, mm-hmm. right, that these people are bad, these people are going to harm us, this is what's going to happen. Like the indoctrination of this stuff, yeah, that was regardless heavy. of what it is, yeah, is just bad for everybody. Oh yeah, you know for sure. And I, I even superheroes. Even superheroes, even superheroes, who keep hearing the same thing over Uh and over and over again, you know. Um, And it took, it almost took down the greatest superhero in this show. Yeah, he bought in to what Stormfront was telling him over and over and over again. Like you are the best one of us. You are the strongest. You, you know what I mean. So now, in his tires. Yeah, and so Stormfront, uh, we didn't even mention this, but not dead. Stormfront looks. They say very she's dead. not dead. Yeah, 
the uh, one of the showrunners said she is not dead. And again, they don't show like a finishing blow. They just show like was it legs and arms, legs and one arm, and one arm, she and went then like Anakin Skywalker, burnt. yeah, and super burnt. And it'll um, be interesting because she could probably, based on like her powers that she has and like her lack of aging at a normal rate, she could probably right. live in that kind of pain for like a super long time. So and I wonder what they're going to do with her, but I, I bet she pops up maybe, or at least is mentioned in the next season. And I'm paraphrasing right now, but as she's laying there, she's speaking in German and she's talk. I went and I researched it to see what she was saying in German. And she was described, I'm paraphrasing, but she was basically describing a day with her husband and her daughter by the river underneath an apple tree. And it was the first time her daughter ever tasted a real apple. And what a great day that was. And she keeps talking about, she keeps saying the same thing. Hmm. So in all of this, I mean, she was doing these horrible, horrible things, but her best memory is a day spent with her husband and her daughter underneath an apple tree, just like having with her family. Well, and and that was, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, she also had a really memorable line. I'm going to butcher it, but it was something along the lines of, oh, like, people actually really agree with, like, all the ideologies that I have, but they just don't like the term Nazi. They just don't like the word Nazi. Yeah. Which I thought was a super... I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) Like, there are people... That's going to piss people off. Yeah. Oh, and it... But, like, she's not wrong. No. No. You know, and I'd, like, yeah, like, there are people who believe that I don't want to fucking. We're not. Yeah, we're not getting. We, we need to go there. That's, there are people who are more in yeah. line with her beliefs than you think they yeah. are. They just yeah. don't like that word. Yeah, right. I yeah. understand. Uh, I know we're bouncing around, but uh, we've kind of got through most of it. Going back to the deep and A Train and the Church of the Collective for a second. Do we? What was the deal with the Fresca anyway? Did, was there even? A I have no idea. That? I'm glad that they paid off the Billy Joel thing because that was really starting to bother me. They did. They straight up explained Billy Joel. They straight up that, and it was, you know, that was a really good thing. But I. I, they never paid off the Fresca, and that pissed me off. Yeah, the Fresca thing was weird. Uh, the one great line was when uh, Alistair, I think it's Alistair, he offered Gus Freen a Fresca, and he's like, no, that's gross. He <laughs> was like, that's yeah. awful. That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll have a water. Maybe you have a goddamn Fresca. Uh, we mentioned in the last episode the Patton Oswald as the Deep's gills was pretty funny. Like That was pretty that good. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that so, was now... We're going into season three, when you look at the seven, which is obviously the, the big, big group in Vought in, in the entire world. And technically, there's four of them. <laughs> so you have Homelander, uh, Queen Maeve, Starlight. And then I guess you could bring back, even though they were like, hey, you bring back one, it's a, it's a good story. You bring back two and it's weakness. Yeah. You could bring back the deep and A-Train. And Oh, and you have Black Noir. Yep. Who Technically. They said he's a vegetable now, right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, But he's alive. He's alive. All right. So you have six, and that's assuming you bring both A-Train and the Deep back, and that's assuming Black Noir can recover, which he may not be able to. And you bring, you bring I think back he will. Love Sausage. I think, I think Black Noir will survive, and I hope that he does, because there's a cool thing from the comic book that I would like them to do in the show. So I'm hoping that he comes I back. I, I don't think I read that one. Um, and... So there might be in the market for filling that spot too, which would be a pretty cool stuff. Like they mm-hmm. might be recruiting somebody else. So got that. Uh, anything? Oh, so there is a season three. Also, the spinoff I think is going to be either called the G Men or about the G Men, which is sort of like a school college based thing of Vought superheroes, which is like a 
obviously they're a copy of the X-Men. But right. it's the G-Men in this. And so that'd be pretty, pretty good. Look out for that. Yeah, for sure. Look out for that. Anything else, Fry? It's a great show, man. Watch it. It's a great Watch show. Watch it. Yeah. People, people love the show. All right, let's get to the pick of the pod. 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 All right, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you also may defend a goal? I will defend this side today. I don't okay. think I've ever picked defend a goal, so that's why I'm doing it now. All right, well, then that means I will receive the other way. If okay. you're going to defend that goal, I'll go over here and I'll receive. Uh, one, I, I actually just did this. I ordered I did, like a classic treat yourself situation. Oh. I just ordered uh, all every issue of the boys. Hey. They sell them in, I think it's six omnibuses. Omnibus. There's, there's like a total of 72, I think it's 72 issues. So you can mm-hmm. either get 12 like uh, uh, collected editions, like 12 of those, or like six omnibi. Mm-hmm. So I got six of those on the way. Good, I haven't good finished it all yet. And so I've read like more than half of it. So now I'm going to start from the beginning and read. I should have done this before, but whatever. I'm going to do it now. By the way, that was a great use of the second declension nominative plural, by the way. You did a really good job. I wasn't sure if I was right. That's why I sped through it. I don't think in English it's omnibi, but in, in Latin it absolutely would be. So probably good not. Job. So I got so I'm looking forward to that very much. I'm gonna read through all of that and uh, I'd love to discuss it with anybody who's read them all. Don't spoil it for me yet, because I have not gotten all the way to the end. Uh this isn't exactly a pick. This is sort of like a um I mentioned it last week that I was gonna start watching it. Actually, I mentioned a couple of things. Neither have really lived up to it so far. Mm-hmm. I finished Ratchet on Netflix about Nurse Ratchet. I know. I'm, I'm waiting to see what you say. I'm leaning Not in. great. Okay. I knew it. I knew you it. You were right. It was yeah. not great. I was disappointed with it. I am also four episodes into The Haunting of Bly Manor. Mm-hmm. Pretty bad. My wife is watching it. She said it's nowhere near as good as the first season. It's not as compelling. It's slow. Not a, it's slow. Slow. Like some of the stuff is creepy. Like haunted house when you involve like little kids and ghosts and shit. Like that will scare me. Like it'll be like yeah, you know, like you might mm-hmm. woo, but not good. Not a good show. One show that is good. I want it to be more horror themed, but it's not. One show that me and uh, my wife started watching on Prime. You might have mentioned this show actually a while ago. Uh, Red Oaks. Have you seen Red Oaks? No, but someone told me to watch it. I think we so talked you, about it. But so you will like it. Red Oaks. So okay, uh, it's an Amazon Prime show that came out a few years ago, and it's kind of like a cult hit. Like I certainly never saw it when it first came out, and it's about uh, it's in the it takes place in the eighties, and it's kids, uh, like college age kids who are working at a um, uh, what the fuck would you call it? Like that has like a golf course and a, t- a club, like a, a tennis court, club. a country club, working at a country club, and the the head guy at the country club is played by Paul Reiser. And he's the, like of, a, of the wiffle ball fame. Of my pitch. And he's like a yeah. jackass. And so it's it's weird. Season one is 10 episodes, and they're like 24 minutes long. Season two is 10. Season three is six. We are into the second season, and I can already tell you the first season's way better. The second season, I'm already like, all right, not as good. But the first season, worth giving it a shot. I think you'd like it. Check it out. But anyway, what do you Check got? So there's a show on, I'm going to go rare HBO Max. There's hmm. a show on called A World of Calm. Now, there is an app that I'm a frequent user of. It's called Calm. You can get the app. It's a guided kind of, um, what do they call it? A, uh, it's like a calm, guided like, meditation app. K- C-A-L-M. Oh, C-A-L-M. Okay. Um, a mindfulness app. Oh. So they have a show now, which is basically just like, um, it came out October 1st, and it's basically just these episodes 
um, variety of uh, relaxation and sleep aids, Ooh, but use that. narrated by the likes of Priyanka Chopra, um, I Idris Elba, Oscar Isaac, Nicole Kidman, Zoe Kravitz, Lucy Liu, Killian Murphy, Keanu Reeves, Kate Winslet, and Mahershala Ali, who, as you know, I love Mahershala oh, Ali's good. voice. I thought so you were going to say Gilbert Gottfried. No, that would that would be something. So it's kind of they, they describe it as a timely antidote for our modern lives. Each half hour episode takes audiences on an immersive visual journey into another world. Each oh. relaxing tale is designed to transform how you feel. So if you're anxious, you could just pop on this show and have these very famous voices kind of guide you through this kind of like mindfulness thing. That's cool. It's excellent. Yeah, I, I like that. Excellent. So That's definitely if you're having a rough day, it's on HBO Max. Check it out. Cool. It's called The World of Calm. I like that. Mm -hmm. And get the Calm app. I think you can get there's a free version of it. Oh. Yeah. And I think Calm, for our educators out there, Calm and Headspace are free if you're an educator. Ooh, I use okay. Headspace for free because I okay. teach. So there you go. I could use that. I've been sleeping like an asshole lately. How about a little mindfulness minute we get going on here? Right mindfulness now? minute. I can guide you through meditation like this. Oh, I just fell asleep. I can, I, can, I can really get into it and talk like that the whole episode. That's actually kind of nice. nice. Right? I'm closing my eyes. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I kind of like that, actually. That's that. soothing. My Davies long... Mindfulness Minute. Yeah, I like that. Where I just, just basically... Just the script on the pod now. Where, where we I just insult you, but do it calmly. Well, for somebody who's your age, you are a real piece of shit. Well, it's got nothing to do I with age. you can turn your life around. That's not going to happen. Because goddamn, man. Yeah, See, I can well, do that for a half You hour. know what? I think you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> it's a trigger word it's a trigger word for david hey Don't fuck yourself hey next... what does billy butcher say uh billy get... butcher's advice to his son or his stepson remember he said a... at the end he goes remember what i told you it involves the c word right it involves the c we're not gonna say it. we're not mac and goo we're not crass. come on i'm not gonna go i'm not gonna go yeah. there actually i don't think it really matters i guess i could but I'm, I'm just not going to yeah i'm not gonna do it i'm better than that uh yeah i'm, I'm so much better than that yeah <laughs> next week ryan can you fucking believe it i can't next... i'm so excited the murder mystery is back the crew is not, back. I've not looked at it yet. We haven't I touched the, it. I got the file right in front of me, though. Yeah. I haven't even uh, the package it. it came in is still sealed in the Davy household. I'm not going to say who we're doing just yet or who we're looking mm -hmm. for, but uh, we are going to be doing it next week. Uh, we'll tweet out the start time. Uh, Monday, though, we're going to do it. I believe, actually, uh, my sister-in-law, Nicole, is going to be in town. So we're going to be in the oh. same place for this. Oh, like, so we have a like a two two v two, two v two. We can put on a pot of coffee and we're gonna solve a murder mystery. Absolutely, we're gonna try to do it in one night. So hopefully you'll stay we're up. We're gonna have to do some leg work ahead of time. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully you'll stay up all night long. Yeah. Uh, so I look forward to that very much. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. You can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You could tweet us uh, and or uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast. We won't respond to you, so don't even try. No, I'm kidding. We, we, we will. We probably Bitches. will. Yeah. YouTube.com slash dork podcast. You can subscribe to the channel there. Uh, you can stream the episodes usually on the Monday nights. This week was a little bit different, but normally Monday nights. Uh, Davey twitches every once we're in on, a while. We're on, still on hiatus right now, but we, we will be back soon. We'll be we're back in about, about a month's time. But you might as well go over there and follow him, and then you'll get mm -hmm. alerted when he does Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash rvond. And we also uh, also are a part of the hashtag dork shared gooniverse. 
Go to the Facebook page there. Find out what's going on with us, with Mac and Goo, the Pop Culture Pile Driver, Change My Mind Podcast, Furlough Friends, Shime Time, and Dr. Joe on Twitch. That's a that's a whole that's a unit right there. That's a unit. That's an absolute squaw. Right. What do they say about wombats? They got square buttholes, baby. Mm-hmm.